he said, to get out of their way and to feel no suspicion or hatred. If any man can convince and show me that I do not think or act right, I will gladly change, for I seek truth by which no man was ever injured. But he is injured who abides in his error and ignorance. I do my duty. Other things do not trouble me, for they are either things without life, or things without reason, or things that have wandered and know not the way. As for the animals, which have no reason, and generally all things and objects, since you have reason, and they have none, use them in a generous and considerate spirit. Treat human beings, since they have reason, in a social spirit, and on all occasions call on the gods, and do not worry yourself over the length of time you shall spend doing this. Even three hours so spent are well spent. Alexander the Macedonian and his groom were brought by death to the same state, for either they were received back into the same creative principles of the universe, or they were alike dispersed among the atoms. Consider how many things in the same indivisible time take place in each of us, things affecting the body and things affecting the soul. Then you will not wonder that many more things, or rather all things which come into existence in the one and the all which we call the cosmos, exist in it at the same time. If any man should ask you how to spell the name Antoninus, would you shout each letter angrily? What then if he grows angry? Will you be angry too? Or will you quietly tell him the letters? So in this life also remember that each duty is made up of certain parts. These it is your duty to observe, and without showing impatience or anger toward those who are angry with you, go on your way and finish that which is set before you. How cruel it is not to allow men to strive for the things which seem to them suitable to their natures and profitable. Yet, in a way, you are not allowing them to do this when you are vexed because they do wrong. For they are certainly moved to do things they suppose to be suitable to their natures and profitable to them. But it is not so. Teach them, then, and show them without being angry. Death is a cessation of impressions through the senses, and of pulling of the strings which move our appetites, and of discursive movements of our thoughts, and of service to the flesh. It is a shame when the soul is first to give way in this life, and the body does not give way. Take care that you turn not into a Caesar, that you are not dyed with that dye, for such things happen. Keep yourself simple, good, pure, serious, free from affectation, a friend of justice, a worshipper of the gods, kind, affectionate, strenuous in all right acts. Strive to advance toward what philosophy tried to make you. Reverence the gods and help men. Life is short. There is only one fruit of this earthly life, a pious disposition and social acts. Do everything as a disciple of Antoninus, 
Remember his constancy in rational behavior, his even temper in all things, his piety, and the serenity of his countenance, his sweetness, his disregard of empty fame, and his effort to understand things, how he would never let anything pass without having first carefully examined it and clearly understood it, how he bore with those who blamed him unjustly without blaming them in return, how he did nothing in a hurry, how he refused to listen to calumnies, how exact an examiner of manners and actions he was, not given to reproach people, nor timid, nor suspicious, nor pedantic, with how little he was satisfied in the way of lodging, bed, dress, food, servants, how laborious and patient, how he was able, because of his sparing diet, to hold out to evening, not even requiring to relieve himself by evacuations except at the usual hour, his firmness and steadiness in friendship, how he tolerated freedom of speech in those who opposed his opinions, the pleasure he had when any man showed him anything better, and how religious he was without superstition. Imitate all this, and you may have as good a conscience as he had when your last hour comes. Return to your sober senses and recall yourself. When you have roused yourself from sleep and perceived that they were only dreams which troubled you, then in your waking hours look at the things about you as you looked at the dreams. I consist of a little body and a soul. Now to this little body all things are morally indifferent, for it is not able to perceive differences. But to the understanding all things are indifferent except its own activities, and these are all in its power. Of these, however, only its present acts matter, for both the future and the past activities of the mind are for the present indifferent. Neither the labor of the hand nor of the foot is contrary to nature, so long as the foot does a foot's work and the hand a hand's. Then neither for man as man is labor contrary to nature, so long as he does the things of a man. And if the labor is not contrary to his nature, neither is it an evil to him. How many pleasures have been enjoyed by robbers, patricides, tyrants? Do you not see how craftsmen accommodate themselves, up to a certain point, to those who are novices in their craft, yet hold fast to the